Good morning and welcome to Revitalize 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I'm your host, I'm your daily devotional companion, I'm your next step coach, Lily Lincoln. Revitalize 2020 is daily encouragement for modern Christian women. I believe that Jesus is Lord, I believe that Jesus is God and the Son of God, I believe that he died and rose again. I believe in salvation through Jesus Christ. I believe that the Lord Jesus is the only way to the Father and the only way to have eternal life. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit is God. I believe in tongues, the speaking of tongues. I believe in the power of healing and I believe in the power of miracles. Now, if you have not already committed your life to the Lord Jesus as your personal saviour, I want you to pray with me now. I will say a line and then you repeat the line after me. And I believe once I've walked you through this prayer, this is 100% your choice. After you've prayed this prayer, you will be born again, filled with the Holy Spirit and you'll be given the gift of righteousness. Who doesn't want that? (laughs) Okay, repeat after me. Father... You love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the family, baby girl. (laughs) You are now a fully-fledged member of the body of Christ. Find your local church. Become a member, serve, join the worship team, join the band, join the Sunday school, help to welcome people in the morning, um, serve teas, any way that you can use your skills and your talent and your resources for the kingdom of God, for your Father in heaven. Go ahead, make us a Bible-believing church filled with the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit in you now. The Lord will lead you and guide you to the right place. If you do not have a home church and you cannot find one, please feel free to join my family and I at our home-based church, Maranatha Ministries. We're based in South London, Clapham Common, SW40DE. We meet on a Friday, 7.30, on a Sunday, 10.30, and on a Tuesday at 7.30. You are more than welcome. So, um, I will pray and then I'm going to open up the word. We're going to get into the word and be encouraged. 
Father in heaven, it's a privilege to know you. It's a privilege to be called yours. Thank you for adopting us into your family. I can just feel a load lightning, Father. Thank you for lifting the spirit of heaviness from us, from the people listening, from your children, from your daughters. Come and have your way in me today, Holy Spirit, that I will prosper your people um, in their knowledge and understanding of you. Father, give me grace to get through the day. Um, give me um, wisdom to speak and to divide up your word of truth appropriately. That I will not lead people astray. And most of all, Father, have your perfect way in me that I may do what you've asked me to do in my generation. We thank you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So today we will be looking at the power of words. The power of words. Can you say pow? Pow. <laughs> P-O-W, power of words. This is really, really important because um, words are seeds. And we reap what we sow and we eat the fruit of the things that we've sown and there is life and death in the tongue. So I'm learning and I hope you will learn along with me about the power of words, how important they are, how we can use them to benefit those around us and to honour God and undo some of the things that have been spoken over us. Okay, there's the power of words. I'll give you the scriptures first and then we'll go into the word of God. So today's um, theme is going to be over two days because there are so many scriptures, it's impossible to respectfully cover them and talk about them in the time I have available. So Power of Words Part 1 today, Power of Words Part 2 tomorrow. So tune in again tomorrow wherever um, podcasts are being shown so that um, you can fill up, um, tune in and reconnect with God. Here we go. So, Psalm 19, verse 14. Psalm 19, verse 14. Psalm 34, verse 13. Psalm 141, verse 3. Proverbs 10, verse 11. Proverbs 10, verse 31. Proverbs 13, verse 3. Proverbs 15, verse 1. Proverbs 15, verse 23. And then Proverbs 16, verse 23. Okay, so those are the scriptures for today. Write them down, get yourself a notebook, um, have your Bible ready so you can use your actual Bible if you have one in front of you. Or there's a really fantastic app which you can download now, it'll take less than a minute the U Version Bible app. U Version Bible app. And you can just type in the scripture, it will come up with it. You can make notes on your phone. I sometimes use that. Um, during um, my devotionals, if I'm out and I don't have my Bible with me. So you can use your physical Bible or you can use your app. Okay. Here we go. Thank you, Father. Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my firm, impenetrable rock and my redeemer. Hmm. Now this is, this is a prayer, it's a request and it's also a, an opportunity for us to check in. 
are we saying things that are pleasing and acceptable to God? This was David saying, Father, let the things that I have in my heart, because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And sometimes we think we don't believe something, but you know what you believe by what you say. So if you don't have what you believe, it's because what you're saying really reflects what you honestly think. So when David was saying, let the um, words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, it means that let your words and, and your heart reflections be glorifying to God. I'll give you an example. So I had um, a very negative experience a number of years ago and it really impacted the way that I see myself. Now, I wasn't saying that I see myself as a, as a failure or I see myself as um, not achieving or falling behind my peers, but that's what I believed in my heart. And guess what happened? I started to perform based on what I believed about myself in my heart. When I started to change, well, I didn't change it. The Lord really renewed my mind and my heart about what I, about who I really am. You know, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a daughter of the most high God. When I started to change what I believed about myself, guess what? My words changed. Now, sometimes we can fool ourselves and think, well, I didn't say it, so it's not true. But the Bible says here, the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth. So it's it's twofold. What do you believe in your heart? And what do you say about yourself? It's very, 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 very important. And I ask that the Holy Spirit will um, encourage you, will stir you up and will allow you to believe in your heart who you really are and to speak those things out so that you can walk in the fullness of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Psalm 34, verse 13. Psalm 34, verse 13. Mm. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Now, I think we all have good intentions of doing this, but in theory... It doesn't always work. And I'm somebody that finds it really, really easy to communicate. And I talk quite a lot. And the good thing about that is you'll never ever be confused about the way I feel, about the way that I feel about things. But the the downside is that it can be used and interpreted in the wrong way. And I used to be really, really sarcastic in secondary school. And it was when I became a Christian, one of the girls I went to school with said to me, oh, you know, we, we like you much more now because you're not so mean. And I said, well, how was I mean? And she said, you were mean to everybody. And I realised it was my words. I've used my words to hurt people, sometimes intentionally, honestly. Let's keep it real. Sometimes intentionally, but sometimes unintentionally. So it's really, really, really important that we way that we weigh our words carefully and we say things that are not evil and that are also truthful the bible is encouraging us to do that keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit if you can't be honest just be quiet and it's much harder to be honest with people because 
then they'll know how you really feel and what you think of them. Now, I don't suggest you go around telling people what you think of them. What I mean is that if somebody's done something that you don't like, you have to find a way to tell them and say, look, you know, you really offended me or you really hurt my feelings or I really don't like the way that you spoke to me. But it also means that if you have done something wrong, don't hide it or lie about it. It works both ways. Being honest with people about how you feel, but also owning up and confessing, you know, to mistakes and not trying to to hide them or cover them up. It's really hard. And I'm going to pray for you now. Holy Spirit, come. Would you help us to keep our tongues from evil and to keep our lips from deceit? It's the one thing that I think people probably struggle with the most. Because we're in control of what we say. Father, let our words, let our words be acceptable to you. And help us from today forward, Father. Where we have sinned against you with our words and with lying and with our tongues. Forgive us. And help us now to walk in truthfulness. To walk in kindness. To walk in freedom. And to walk in peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 141. Verse 3, Psalm 141, verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. Hallelujah. (laughs) There's no way to say godly things without the Spirit of God. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible when David here is saying to the Lord, Father, just just help me. Watch over my words, set a guard, barricade me in if I'm not able to speak the right thing. Help me to control my tongue. Now, self-control is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, because you have the Holy Spirit in you, you already have the seeds of all of those wonderful things. Self-control, patience, love, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, um, patience, goodness and long-suffering. You have those things in you. But it takes time for them to mature and grow. So I know for a fact, the whole of last year, God was working patience in me. And I'm not there yet, but I'm walking through with the Holy Spirit daily on how to work with being patient. But self-control is something that I've struggled with my entire life. And I don't think I'm at the full maturity of self-control. But I certainly am not where I used to be. And the, the Lord is encouraging me and helping me to develop that fruit of the spirit which is self-control and part of that is um keeping a watch at the door of my lips and as the lord does that for me he will just help me to filter out the things that i probably shouldn't say help me to say the things i really should say and be able to decipher which is which (laughs) to decipher which is which let's keep going proverbs 10 verse 11 proverbs 10 verse 11 the mouth of the uncompromisingly righteous man or woman that's you is a well of life but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence so um let me just clear something up righteousness cannot be earned okay righteousness has been given to us as a gift through salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says we are the righteousness of God in Christ. So whenever the Bible mentions a righteous man or woman, that's you, sweetheart. 
you are righteous, not because of any good thing that you did, not because you pray um, really nicely or really loudly, you go to church every week or, you know, because you got, um, you know, a really big Bible or anything like that. It's just because of Christ. So you are made righteous through your inheritance in becoming born again. So it says here that the the mouth, that's my mouth, that's your mouth, of the uncompromisingly righteous man is a well of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals the violence, um, conceals violence. Now, I just remind you, I'm reading from the Everyday Life Bible, the Amplified Version, featuring notes and commentary by Joyce Meyer. And I love the Amplified Version of the Bible because it has, in brackets, um, additional words to bolster what exactly is being said. So uncompromisingly righteous is, you have made a conscious decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and adopt his adopt and walk in his ways and it says people that are like that our mouth is a well of life so when we speak we should be giving life to people we should be giving life to people and not stealing from them and not taking from them and not cursing them and not putting them down and this is it's something that we have to learn to do because I don't think it comes naturally when we are angry we just say whatever we think that's what I do when I'm angry, if I lose my temper, I just say the first thing that comes into my head. And it can be so damaging to people that you love, to strangers, to your spouse, to your children. It's such a terrible thing to do, to, to speak in anger. And what the Lord requires of us now, um, even if you've only been born again for 18 minutes, this is for you. The Lord requires of us to become a well of life because we are the uncompromisingly righteous. And it's hard, baby, it's hard. But if you will allow the Lord to work on you and I allow the Lord to work on me, my words will become a well of life. And I do not want to speak unless what I have to say is going to edify somebody. Be kind or be silent. Let's look at chapter 10 again in Proverbs, but verse 31. Chapter 10, verse 31. The mouths of the righteous, those harmonious with God, that's you, bring forth skillful and godly wisdom. But the perverse tongue shall be cut down like a barren and rotten tree. Ouch. I don't want to be cut down because I'm um, being perverse or ungodly. I want to grow and bring forth skillful and godly wisdom. It's clear here what will happen if we don't speak well or we don't speak the truth, we'll be cut down. What a shame to be cut down in your generation where we should be rising up like champions. People's reputations are ruined because of the things they say. And this is something that we have an opportunity today to just to turn a corner, make a U-turn, to repent and start again so that our words would bring forth skillful and godly wisdom. Let that be true for us today, Lord. Proverbs 13 verse 3 I'm enjoying the word today it just it makes me feel good and sometimes it can really undo some damage and I want to say to you that if anybody has spoken over you that you're not good enough that you're not um rich enough you're not attractive enough that you're not um you're not beautiful it's all a lie they're lies you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are made in the image of God 
You are a daughter of the Most High God. You will live long and dwell in the land of the living. Your lines have fallen in pleasant places. And yes, you have a godly inheritance. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are beloved in Christ and you are not forsaken. You are not abandoned. You are not an orphan. You were not a mistake. No matter what the circumstances were around your birth and around you being born, you are not an accident. You are not a mistake. You were chosen by the King of Kings and you will rule and reign in your generation because of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus name. Amen. Um, Proverbs uh, 10 verse 31. I read that. Proverbs 13 verse 3. He who guards his mouth keeps his life, but he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin the power of words. Now, if we are wise and set a guard over our mouth about what we say, to whom we speak, how we speak about people, including ourselves, we are keeping our lives. But if we open our mouths wide, let anything in and out, we will bring ourselves to ruin. The word of God is very clear. And the word of God is dangerous because once you know what it says, You and I will be held accountable for what we did. So now I have this information. I am going to be held accountable for the things that I say, which is why Revitalize 2020 is so important to me because God has given me words to share and I will not keep silent about it. But I also have to put a guard over my mouth about what I say. Am I being honest? Am I being kind? Am I being fair? I have to regulate myself all the time. And it really is hard. Honestly, I find it so difficult not to just spout off what I think all the time. Some people just don't want to know, to be honest with you. But the Holy Spirit is really, really, really working on me daily to allow me to speak the truth, to speak the word of God, to speak healing power, to speak prophecies over God's girls, to use the word of God to edify people. That is my goal. And that is what I want to do for you. And um, you're most welcome. And You are highly favoured by the living God and I want to bless you now with the words that God has put on my heart and in his um, precious word. Proverbs 15 verse 1. Mm. A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. I spoke to you a few days ago about God really helping me to walk away from fits of rage and losing my temper and this word is for me a soft answer that's a gentle answer in some translation turns away rough so a soft answer can diffuse a heated and terse situation but angry words violent words just exacerbate the situation they just make it worse have you ever heard add insult to injury that's what those harsh words can do But if the situation is already tense and uncomfortable and you come in with a soft word, a soft word to your spouse, a soft word to your children, a soft word to your friends. I'm telling you, the Lord will turn the situation around. Now, I'm not saying this because I have done it or I'm doing it, but it's something that I want to pursue with all that I have in me. Because sometimes, and I can guarantee you this, sometimes people really don't mean to hurt you. They really, really, really don't mean it. And sometimes we do get hurt. Sometimes I hurt people and I really don't mean to. And if I'd just taken a moment to say, okay, um, let me just get back to you on that. Take a step back. 
Reevaluate the situation and let the Lord give you a soft word. And if you don't have a soft word, just close the door and deal with it on another day. And it takes incredible self-control to do that. But we have self-control because we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's keep going. Proverbs 15 verse 23. A man has joy in making an apt answer and a word spoken at the right moment. How good it is. How does it feel when you are having a bad day and someone comes along and says, you know what, hon, you've done an incredible job. You don't know how much that person has just blessed you or how much you could bless somebody just by stepping in and saying, don't worry about what they say. You look incredible or you're doing a fantastic job or look at the the work you've put into your children and look at how they've turned out. Encourage somebody. Say, if you need encouragement, why don't you go out there and encourage somebody? Because you reap what you sow. And the Bible says, if you want a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. Send someone a WhatsApp today or an email or a voice note or a call and just say, "Hun, I just wanted to encourage you. I wanted to pray for you and lift somebody up. And I'm telling you, you will feel encouraged yourself because you have stepped out of your comfort zone to speak. What does the Bible call it? To speak a a word at the right moment that will bring you joy it says a man or a woman has joy in making an apt answer and a word spoken at the right moment how good it is it feels good to be kind to people it feels good and I'd encourage you today to just be kind to somebody Proverbs 16 verse 23 this is our last verse for today then I'm going to pray with you we're going to worship together and you are going to go out and preach that gospel Proverbs 16 verse 23 the mind of the wise instructs his mouth and adds learning and persuasiveness to his lips yes I love the word of God the mind of the wise so that's you instructs his or her mouth And adds learning and persuasiveness to his or her lips. So as your mind, you have the mind of Christ because you're born again. As your mind instructs your mouth, you are adding learning, wisdom, knowledge and persuasiveness to your lips. Now, if you speak wisdom, people will believe you. But if you speak folly and fear and, and, and doubt... People will start to move away from you and they will not want to listen to you speak. But if you are speaking life and wealth and worth and value and healing and blessing, my goodness, girl, you are going to attract people to you. You'll, You'll draw people closer to the word of God and people will be excited and encouraged to hear from you. That is your legacy of faith that you would speak life over people and that they would grow and then those women would go and speak life over somebody else and then they would grow. If you can imagine dominoes, you just tip one and you are number one, darling. You tip one and everything else just falls into place and all those people are set free because of you. That's the power of your words. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you are our, (laughs) 
You are our wisdom and our guidance for today and every day. But I ask you, Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would lead us in what we should say. May we not speak ungodly things. May we not speak death and trauma over people. May we be women of faith that speak healing and life. May our words and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight that we would grow, that we would grow and that we would help others to grow, that we would indeed indeed speak truth, that we would speak life, that we would speak wisdom, let the law of kindness be on our tongues. We are the Proverbs 31 women. We are the Hannahs and Esthers and the Ruths of our generation. We are the Marys of our generation that we will go out there and proclaim the victory of the living God. Holy Spirit be in my mouth. And if I cannot be truthful and if I cannot be kind, make me silent, living God. And I take authority now. I take authority now by um, um, the authority given to me in the name of Jesus Christ. I take up all power and dominion now that any words spoken over any woman listening, that those words would be null and void. So far as those words were not glorifying to you, King Jesus, I now, by the authority given to me in Jesus Christ, undo any curse spoken over any woman that she would be barren that she would not prosper that she would not marry that she would not be healthy i undo and reverse the curse in the name of jesus that these women would conceive and bear many children like hannah that these women would would marry well and be happy like Ruth that these women will marry kings like Esther father God that these women would would see themselves as beautiful that they would walk in the wisdom and the words of God and no weapon formed against them shall prosper any longer in their lives that they would live long that the generations after them would be um, born again and saved and any debt any um ha any any burdens any curses any negative words spoken over them, I now, in the name of Jesus, remove them and destroy them by fire, that they'll be cast down into the sea of forgetfulness, that you would give them mercy, that you would give them beauty for ashes, and that those words will no longer have power over them. The only word that will have power over your daughters is the word of God, is the word of God. You are clean. You are clean and you are free. 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 Father, would you set your daughters free from the negative influence of the enemy's entanglements and words of confusion, words of death. They now cease to exist and these women are now delivered because of the salvation in Jesus Christ and they are free and no longer bound. Woman, thou art loosed. Woman, thou art free. Daughter of the Most High God, you are no longer bound. Father, as we pray this prayer, You are our guarantee and our final authority on everything in this life and the next. I seal this prayer in now 
And in the matchless name of Jesus, do not let us now be disqualified from the prize because we were um, idle with the word of God. Let the word of God have full effect in our lives. Help us to do the things that bring you glory, Father, and help us to walk in the righteousness that's been given to us. You are so kind, God, and you are wonderful, Father, and I cannot believe that you would choose us to be alive today, but we thank you and we bless your name and we lavish our love on you now in the matchless name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, go with us and lead us because you are our, our God and our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Go out there, preach the gospel. Tell a friend to tell a friend that Jesus Christ still saves. I am your sister, your baby sister. <laughs> I am your friend. I'm your host. I am your next step coach. I'm Lily Lincoln and you've been listening to Revitalize 2020, The Power of Words, part one. Join me again tomorrow for Power of Words Part 2. We are going to get into the word. We are going to prophesy. We're going to speak in tongues. You will be healed. You will be renewed. You'll be born again. Get your friends on board. Share this podcast with people that you love and with people that you don't love. (laughs) How about that? Have a wonderful day. I love you. Bye-bye.